welcome to the latest episode of the Watchers Film Show. I'm Rhys Jones. I'm Terence Marshman-Edwards. And I'm Matthew Ford. We're going to have a chat tonight because this is a very special show. It's been 10 years that we've been doing this show, which was brought to my knowledge by Tez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, um... we started it uh, 10 years ago, me and Tez, and uh, uh, it sounded something like this. I'm Rhys Jones with my friend Terence Edwards. And first off is the news of the last couple of weeks. I say last couple of weeks because it's the first show. So first thing this week, it has been announced that the 23rd 007 adventure will be called Skyfall. Yes, it's amazing to think that 10 years have passed and we've we've still kept this going. I've got to be honest with you, mate. I wasn't really sure we'd see out the first year. No, no, did I? Just because because at that point I'd actually moved away. God, you had. I completely forgot you weren't even in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't in Cardiff for uh, a year and a bit. But yes, so it was. It was quite interesting. I mean, we'd we'd met up for a just a regular catcher around about the start of November 2011, and you'd had an interesting conversation with friend and colleague of yours, hadn't you? Yeah, John Roll runs uh, an internet county station. They're called Showboat TV. Uh, go check them out. And they were looking for content, really. He said to me, you know, I thought about doing a film review show. And uh, one thing led to another. And I had a chat with Tez. And we thought we'd give it a go. <laughs> yep. If you listen back to the first episode, you can tell that we are pretty much doing it by the seat of our pants. Absolutely by the seat of our pants. <laughs> it hadn't really, no, it hadn't been, we hadn't scripted anything, we hadn't organised anything. Reese, do you remember the first film that we actually reviewed? Was it Tintin? It was. It was Tintin, uh, Adventures of Tintin, uh, was it Secret of the Unicorn? Yeah, I don't know why they bothered was putting the, the extra title, because it's the only Tintin they've ever done. So I think they were, I think they were trying to get it to be a franchise, a franchise. and well, one of the other films that we looked in the first show kind of preempted my interest in the awards fodder was the eyes of march which my interest in awards nonsense has has always been there <laughs> so perhaps looking at a film that was fated for award success in what would be 2012 you know, it, it seems quite apt that that was part of the first show. And then obviously the last film was something more in your wheelhouse, shall we say, Reese? And that was Tower Heist. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tower Heist. Do you know what? I forgot that film existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But like, Clearly. Never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, you, it's Clearly. Clearly. I would recommend it. It's actually a good comedy. It's a really good, fun film. 10 years, guys. 10 years. A decade has gone by since we first do it, started doing podcasts. And in those 10 years, just, just filmatically, I was thinking about it. You know, 10 years ago, there were six Star Wars movies, and that's all there was. Daniel Craig mm-hmm. was James Bond, and he'd only done two films. Do you know what I mean? Like, the Marvel Universe had got as far as Thor and Captain America, and we were eagerly awaiting the Avengers movie the following summer. It was an innocent time. Simple <laughs> times back then. It was, yeah, it was. We certainly didn't have the oversaturation of franchise reboot remake. I mean, we were getting there. We were, oh, there was getting there. It wasn't anywhere near as 
blatantly cynical as it is now in Absolutely. terms of everything having to be a franchise, everything having to be this, everything having to everything's be that. Everything's part of the universe. Um, everything's a sequel. Everything's, you know, uh, yeah. it, was, it was borderline boring then, but now it's getting blatantly... Very terrible. boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, this will tell you, this will tell you kind of the saturation level that I've kind of reached now. Obviously, Eternals is out at the moment. My brain has pretty much gone, oh, can I be asked? Do you know what, mate? I'm the same. For no other reason, and for no other reason, nothing actually, bizarrely, nothing actually to do with the film itself. Nothing to do with how it's been marketed, who's in it, anything like that. But I was just like, it's the third Marvel film that has come out in about six months. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I know with the, the world going sideways last year, things got postponed, postponed, postponed. It's just too much. I agree. I never thought I'd say that. So moving on from, from that, we put the first episode out on the 28th of November. The reason I know this is because obviously, you know, it's more so now, but even then, back then, you had to tweet. You, you had know, to tweet, yes. Message, to tweet, so I did, which is why I know that that was the day that it first went out. So we'd had the, this went on for a, a couple of months. We were doing the show semi-regularly. We did our, obviously our first Christmas roundup into 2012 then. We decided, oh, this is clearly getting getting legs. This stuff that we were wanting to do that wasn't necessarily fitting into a recording schedule, which is when, when we decided we were going to launch the blog. So that was the end of January 2012. We launched the uh, Watch This Film Show blog, which bizarrely and amazingly is still going. <laughs> what is that web address? The web address. If it, so if anybody wants to actually have a look at this blog and i mean it's talk about a time capsule so the website address if you want to go and have a look at our blog it's uh the watchers film show blog or which is all one word dot blogspot.com there we go that will bring there we go blatant head. blatant self-indulgent mate <laughs> you're talking about self-indulgent self thing we're doing a show specifically about what we've achieved in the about last 10 us. years. So it's fairly self-indulgent. <laughs> We're reviewing us. <laughs> but in August of 2012, with the blog only really being running less than nine months, we got nominated for Best Multimedia Blog at the 2012 Wales Blog Awards. Get the fuck in, I say. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hell of a surprise. Especially because we've not been running for so long. We ended up going to the, the award show, which was at the Welsh College of Music and Drama. That was a good night. Uh, it was a lovely night. We didn't win. It was an honour to be nominated, especially because we were only one of three that had been nominated for it. That was pretty much when I thought to myself, do you know what? This has got legs. This is enjoyable. You know... Do you know what I mean? That, that was, like, enough to, to, have, to be there, to be part of that crowd that night and go, oh, do you know what? Yeah. Thank you very much for recognising, you know, two guys at that time recording into a mobile phone, yep. <laughs> you know, smashing out. We did a lot of, of vlogs as well at the same time and editing the hell out of that and smashing that out. It was nice. It was nice to get that kind of recognition. And I think that kind of spurred us on, really. Yeah, because the next thing that came to us... And it's something that, to this day, I still can't believe we did. I don't think you've still. I don't think you've forgiven me to this day. <laughs> yes, in 2012, we both had some bad news regarding the health of family members. So obviously, Reese has run a half marathon before. 
I have not. <laughs> so <laughs> I've run it after this. I've, I figured out it was easier than this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided that we wanted to raise some money to support cancer charities. Race hit upon the idea of. I thought it'd be great to do a bond a thon. <laughs> yes, we over one weekend we watched in forty-eight hours. No, seventy-two. Oh, oh damn it! 72. We wouldn't have done it. <laughs> the maths. That's why I wanted to do it in forty-eight hours, and you turned around and said, "There's not enough not. time in forty-eight hours to do the challenge." <laughs> even if, even if we'd sat there like Malcolm McDowell in A Clockwork Orange, eyes strapped open, no sleep. You physically cannot watch Bond from Doctor No to at that point. It would have been Quantum of Solace. No, Skyfall. Wasn't Skyfall it? Was, well, Skyfall was at the cinema. Uh, well, that so was we all in the challenge. Um, was it twenty-three Bond yeah. films at the time? Yeah, in three days. Even if we'd watched the first twenty-two in a home setting, no sleep. We physically could not have done it in forty-eight hours. So that's well, why seventy-two. We didn't just watch. We did mini podcast review, podcast show throughout the the Athon, and we also did a a, a a special blog and posted reviews as we went along. Kind of make trying to make it like a, a fun event that people could follow and, and keep up with as as we were doing it. And uh, to be fair, it got a lot of attention. We actually got picked up by local news. We were in the local newspapers. We were on mm-hmm. ITV News Wales uh, as yeah. as the final item. We were we were the uh, forget about uh, the plague and war going on and pestilence around the world. But in <laughs> other news, we were the other news of the evening, which yeah. I think is a claim mm-hmm. to fame. Yeah, we were the and finally. Oh, we were, we're and finally, two geeky yeah. idiots in Cardiff. But we did it. So it was the weekend of the 26th to the 28th of October, 2012. It was one hell of an undertaking. Not something that I ever really want to do again, I will be honest with you. And obviously this was before Matt joined us, because Matt joined us in August of 2013. So I dodged a bullet there. Dodged a bullet with that one. You did, mate. You really did. You really did. Although I think it would have been absolutely fascinating to have had your input on some of the films, some of the issues that we kind of realised as we were going through them. But that's um, the thing, wasn't it? When you're watching them one after another, you're watching them in chronological order, you're watching them in such a short space of time, you've got no, you've got no time and no forgiveness for any of the ropey entries shall we say you've got no time for an octopusy on that that weekend i'm telling you um <laughs> but yeah. some of the other films that's really the tarzan make... swing isn't it oh my god honestly yeah yeah, yeah tarzan swing was octopusy mate it was that one and it's the clowns at the end and mm. when i was a kid i thought oh this is a great film and then literally start watching it as part of like you of the rest of them and you're just like that. oh please go away it's time you retired yeah. mr moore go away we yeah, we, we found, or I, I certainly found, that there were certain points at which the films were being endured rather than enjoyed. Yes. I've only just, I rewatched them recently to go and watch two, uh, No Time to Die, and I thought it was about time after nine years to, uh, I've watched, I've watched um, sporadically reviews, I've watched one or two Bond films, but literally it's been when they've been on TV and I've been around my mum and dad's at Christmas time and I've just watched, I happen to have watched a Bond film. I've not sought <laughs> out a disc and put it in or anything like that you know uh, you know obviously i watched spectre no time to die because that was after the events of of, of our bond and i re-watched the craig films before each new one came out i've done that before but this was the first time i really i sat down with, from dr no and I, I and i deliberately went 
started doing it about 20 odd weeks before the new one was released and I did one a week even doing one a week is is a hard thing to try and like make sure you do because it was there was I ended up being behind on some I watched two in a week and even then like you'd, you'd get to like Octopussy again you'd go oh, <laughs> but they, they do like they, and, but they, what was surprising was when you watch back to my you, you found the ones that you really didn't appreciate but the ones you the ones then that were really good and shone and there was ones that you you know you, you remember in a haze as a child really like on a magic service like i had such a better ex, like experience of that watching that at the bondify i really took that as a shift in the right direction really it, it was different it was so different to the rest of them at that point they were all like kind of carbon copies of goldfinger for never two films it was like it's almost like they're getting like now with franchises. But we digress. The Bondafon blog is still available. There's links on the blog, on our website. Please check it out. Have a look. But we did that in 2012. Um, we digress. And Matt, of course, came on board in 2013. So maybe yeah. we should hear a bit more from you now, Matt, because you've been quiet a lot of the time. Because we've been talking about I know. you had nothing really, to do with. I've already influenced the Bondathon. <laughs> so, so Matt, how did you, Matt? Why, why didn't Earth did you say yes and come on board? Because you asked me. Well, anyway, that's pretty <laughs> very, very kindly asked it? me. <laughs> uh, you very kindly asked me, not me, not letting, not knowing what I'd let myself in for. Um, <laughs> Having heard some of the shows and yeah, the Bondathon was asked to come and bo- come on board, and not been able to get rid of me. Absolutely. <laughs> Interestingly, not. you got nominated for that award, and then I come on board, and you've not been nominated for anything since. I but didn't want to say anything. Let's not read. Let's not read too much into that. I didn't want to say anything, mate. Uh, <laughs> you know, I come on board, and it all goes down. It goes to shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's lovely though? Is is Matt came on board and we. we we did a lot of shows. One of my favourite things we do, boys, really, is our Review of the Year shows that we do at Christmas time. That has become not just a fun thing and a great thing, I think, that people enjoy listening to in all their tens. It's, it's part of my Christmas. It's part of our Christmas. It's our get-together once a year. We have been doing it for we don't know, that's 10 Christmases now, uh, Tezza, that we've sat down uh, it's been eight Christmases the three of us have sat down and done it. That's the right maths, right? And um, roughly, but no, to me, it's it's part of Christmas, and we share Christmas presents that night, and we we have a chat about the year, and we have a giggle, and we have a laugh, and, and we just talk about the films, and we geek out, and and if people, you know, I think people enjoy listening to that because that's what it's a we we've always tried to do a podcast that is that is a chat between friends. It's kind of kind of chat you have down the pub with your mates about films, you know? And and what's lovely about the three of us, and there's another reason why we were invited Matt, there's another thing we, we reason we got Matt involved, but for side projects that became a lot bigger, and we'll talk about that in a second, but the three of us have got very different opinions on certain genres, and we each got our own niche that we like, and I think we bounce off each other, and that's what I enjoy about it. I have re-listened to a couple of our shows this week, actually, and last week, I had a little re-listen of some of the older stuff. And I, I've forgotten the conversations, and, and you know, I, not, I'm ashamed to admit, I, or the three of us entertained me. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> but you are, you're very right about us each having our own kind of niche interests. There is a lot of overlap. Like, I've got the interest in, as I've said, the awards fodder. Reese is very much into action-adventure and Matt is uh, is our horror Twisting expert, individual. which is brilliant because 
whilst I do enjoy a horror film, I am dreadful in them. I turn into a great big girl's blouse. So horror, it, it's wonderful that Matt has this interest in horror because it does mean it's a genre of film that does get represented because, as we know, cinema is a broad church. There are many different types of films. And it's nice that we're able to give such a rounded view of various different genres. Yes. One thing that I kind of get ripped for year on year, not so much now because uh, there's a plague going on, but uh, <laughs> I go to the uh, Edinburgh International Film Festival. The what? To, what? Really? Uh, the what? I know. Have I never mentioned? Have I never mentioned that that I go 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 there? That's now? news to me. That news to you, Tess. God, you kept that quiet. You oh. <laughs> never mentioned the what? Uh, Edinburgh International Film Festival. The Edinburgh International Film Festival. Now, as I recall, I don't remember that being used on the show much at all. <laughs> the oldest continuously running film festival on the planet. That one. Yeah. No big deal. And you go to the one, right? Yeah, yeah. When the festival is available. It, when it's it, normally available. I didn't go this year because, uh, just dropping this in, because it was two weeks before the wedding. So no chance that was going to happen. Yeah. Normally, normally go there. Do you know what? I just, um, I just realised, I just did a highlights of 10 years and I forgot to mention that all three of us in that time have managed to get married. So shame on yeah. us. <laughs> 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 Whoops! You were saying that. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Touchwood, things go back to normal next year. Mm. But the thing I love about Edinburgh is that with social media, you already know a large majority of the film that you're going to see. Whereas Edinburgh, you, you walk in, you know next to nothing about it. You, you know what genre it is. That's about it. And there'll be films that you'll watch that you will never ever see again. Uh, one film that I've never tracked down, Double Date, it's In Between Us meets Evil Dead, and it's still one of the best films I've ever seen at that festival. It's amazing. What's I was howling, and just don't know what happened to it. What's Maybe it it's like if you sit, uh, Double Date. Maybe it's like it, gathering cobwebs on Amazon Prime or something, but or maybe the name's changed, but I've I've never seen it again. Dexter Fletcher plays the dad in it, and to be fair, he's amazing. The scene where the son realises that his dad used the caravan as a love shack for prostitutes is hands down, hands down amazing. So obviously last year the world went sideways, so lots of things were being cancelled. What happened with Edinburgh? Was was it? Did they have like a hybrid? Was was there some stuff online or? Last year was all online and didn't actually realise that it happened until it was near enough over. It's like, oh, thanks for thanks for uh, mm-hmm. showing about that one, letting us know. No, that was all online. You just paid for it, paid for a ticket, and then you could watch the films. This year was kind of a mini festival. There was only about, I don't know, 20, 30 films shown over two weeks. It was, yeah, very much a cut down, cut down version. Uh, and also, yeah, like I said, getting married two weeks before, I was like, I'm not, yeah, no. Leave it till, um, uh, till next year. When hopefully things will be back to whatever will pass for normal. Yeah, and then mm. we can actually start doing a monthly show and actually have films to talk about. So roll on. Yes. Yeah. What do we do next, Tessa? In our look, what, what, what do we do our, next? In our history of oh. watches. So 2014. Was in there anything hist- in 2014? I'm, I'm just going to oh. blank. 
Nothing. We just watched films and chatted more. I think we just decided that we were going to start our own production company and start writing and producing a web series about the life of Doctor Who fans. We thought that'd be a really good idea, didn't we? Yeah. 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 (laughs) In all fairness, um, I was thinking about this the other day, and you look back now, and we started that. We started really watches productions when, when when Matt came on board really in 2013. Yeah. We we were working on the idea. The idea was uh, like Tess said, Do- Doctor Who fans, real world drama about five friends who happen to share the love of Doctor Who, and and it was it was really as ever. You're trying to get an audience. You're trying to get someone to watch a web series, not just peeing into the wind, as it were. And so that's where the idea started. And so the three of us started working on it together. Really, it was 2015 we started writing, didn't we? We started working on it all the way back then. Yeah. Jog forward to 2015 and we, we get in front of a camera, people in front of a camera, we get a cast. We we somehow make roughly six 30-minute-ish episodes uh, and mm-hmm. things kind of blew up quite nicely in the local area and online bit, and yeah. being invited to Comic-Cons in, in Wales, all over Wales. Mm-hmm. And advertising and doing some local TV appearances, advertising it, and and then blink and you miss it. And we we jog forward to 2016. We do a second series and, and a special to finish. And before you know it, we've got 11 episodes plus one hour special to finish it off. And gentlemen, um, more than that, it was longer than an hour. Is it, is it really? Thirteen. We've got 13 episodes. Oh, good 12, 12, two that's right. Two series of six yep. and an hour two special. Hour 15 minutes. Not <laughs> not too far from being officially a feature. If we had filmed everything we'd written we'd have a feature. For, two night, for two nights before Christmas, it would have counted as a feature. Yeah. Unfortunately, there were a couple of scenes we had to cut because of location availability, actor availability, all of the stuff that that happens when you're trying to do filmmaking on Zero. no budget. Zero budget. Um, I mean, it's a couple hundred quid. Boys, like, I, I've been looking back right now and like, where are we now? 2021. So we've been, if we count when we first got in front of cameras in 2015 as, a, as, as really when things started, you know, get, getting, not, not writing, mm-hmm. we write a lot of the time, anyway, but we actually made that tangibly yeah. happen. So we've been running now for, in, in that side of things, for six years. Of the ten, haven't yep. we? I mean, you look at like what we what we accomplished, and like, if we're just talking about Hoovians, like that. Now looking back on that, now six years ago, I look at that now, and, and me and Matt recently during lockdown, we had an evening where we had a watch party, didn't we? And we watched the first two episodes. That's right. I haven't watched them since I edited them. I've you know because when you edit something, and people listening this will probably know this, but like when you edit something, you 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 watch it over and over. So there wasn't no time to really take in what you'd done, what you'd managed to accomplish, really. And I didn't go back and watch them because I'm a bit of an ego, but I'm not that much of an ego to rewatch my stuff over and over. So when we met me and Matt watched them, it was it was lovely because we um, we've all me, the three of us have always been a, very critical about the first episode because there was stuff that we didn't didn't quite work for us. But then when we and Matt watched it with fresh eyes, I think it's safe to say Matt that we were, we were pleasantly more forgiving on ourselves with it. I think that's a safe thing to say. Most of it holds up. There Most of it holds up, I would say. In hindsight, and the experience now we've got to with what we do and what we can do. If we were to write Hoovians now, for me, I can't, I can't speak there, I'll put this to the guys now, I probably would have had that episode as episode three in the middle somewhere. 
and I would have introduced the characters a different way, different setup with multiple characters. And something like the Comic Con episode right at the end of the right at the start of the second series, where we reintroduced the characters and we had this kind of like assemble kind of cast episode. Would have had an episode like that now looking back on it. I don't know, put that over to you guys. What do you think? I don't know. I think the first thing we would do is alter the setting. Uh, so not have it up against a glass wall. <laughs> Absolutely. These are things we yeah. learned. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm um, filming filming in the centre of town because you, you've written something that is in the centre of a business district. You don't need to have it in the centre of a business district. You can fake a fucking business district. These are the kind of things you realise. Uh, yeah. Considering we faked a Comic-Con not once but twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I think it's very much a product of where we were at the time. I'm not sure if it's a combination of naivety and hubris, but we were just like, yeah, fuck it, we can do this. It'll be fine. We did to learn some particularly strong lessons, I think, during the first filming, which I think helped us in the second. Yeah. And the thing is, we never planned Whovians to be two series. No. It was going to be six and done. Yeah. Mm. but the enthusiasm was there from Everything. our main cast. Yeah. And we also realised that there were more stories to tell. Yeah, that was the most important thing for us, I think, was we had, we had, yeah. we had more of a voice to tell, and we, yeah. found, we found a small audience, and it was growing. And, and more importantly, mm. I don't know about you two, but it was, it was a moment that I will fondly look back on those couple of years. It was like a... It was a, it was like a when you're in the middle of, the, of this... This storm, it was insanely stressful and uplifting. But when I look back on it, it was it was a time where I made some of my closest friends in the area, friends for life. It was a time where I found my confidence again as a, dare I say, filmmaker that led on to other things and still growing. And I love the fact that we did it, the three of us, and it's part of Watchers Productions, and it was our catalyst, really, of, of into self production and, and and not just sitting around whinging about other people making stuff we've decided we try and get out there and do it ourselves really yeah. what happened next what was well, next in our in our in our story next in the story after whovians finished we actually, tried before we <laughs> before we move on before we move on from whovians there is one thing that i would like to say about that go the christmas special the final episode came about in a wonderfully bizarre set of circumstances in that the, the four of us that were writing it so we also had hannah who had written two-parter light in the darkness darkness and the light we each took a strand of the story and characters and we, yeah we took we took our own characters and we wrote what was happening with that so i wrote the conversations between steph and her mum which was a very interesting conversation to write and then obviously we each took our own different bit the break-in was obviously yours reese andrew and bradley were really my babies that I wrote them, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> you had the conversations with Liam and that heartfelt. It was a it was an I look at it I look back at it and it's one of the things I'm most proud of. Yeah. As as an enterprise, as a as a whole thing. But also the way that the four of us worked together and the way that it all came together. It worked a lot better than it could have. And it's something that I do wish we'd done a bit more of. Because it worked really, really well. But the truth of the matter was, for two years, pretty much about, I'd say, 70-80% of each of those years was every weekend mm. filming yeah. to get yeah. it made. Primarily from probably, we worked on each series, but primarily from probably May to September the first year. 
uh, October yep. actually, including yep. editing. And then the second yep. year, we probably just had Christmas and started writing the second series and didn't finish that and what we now count as third series, the special, Christmas of the following year. So, you know, yep. it was every waking moment of our spare time and energy went into that project. And don't get me wrong, that was a privilege and fun. But then when people say to you, they said to us, you know, well, you, you'll do a third series, you'll do, do a third series. And that's the cast. And then some people, by then we did have people who were watching and, and who were following it and they were, you know, it was growing. It was growing. It hasn't grown as much as we would have liked, but it's grown. It grew to a point which was brilliant. I mourned it a little bit because you were so busy and you were so busy all the time. You got used to working at that that pace at that that mm. living your life at that way and you were enjoying it as well that when it all came to an end i think me and matt were sat there and it all finished one time and we i literally turned around to matt and went we've got nothing to do tomorrow mm. <laughs> you know and it's like oh and i was i was it was sad but then when people said to you like oh you, you're going to do another series i think the honest truth was from the three of us was like fuck no yeah yeah, like I have always have said, be, we always said it would have to be done with a budget, and if there's a lot more interest, and that to me makes sense, you know. Like, if someone suddenly went, if suddenly someone just did this, suddenly went, I like that idea, go and make it with X amount of money, I would go happily, give me the mm. dollars, baby. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's also what the other thing that for me, yes, we'd need we'd need a budget, we would absolutely need a budget, but we'd also need the right story yeah the only way that i would ever do a hoobian series three would be that we had a story that needed to be told yes and the wherewithal to tell that story absolutely i suppose never say never it is increasingly unlikely it's increasingly unlikely and the last episode poignantly does say the end i was gonna say we 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 took a bit slow in 2017 but i now realize that that's not really the case is it we like it was we had a juggernaut of two years of working hard, getting ourselves moving. And then 2017, off the back of that, I directed a short film that was part of a BBC series of short films. Uh, you yeah. you both had success with writing. I know, I know, Matt, you, was it that year that you had your first nominations or, or winning at the Horror Awards? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been around then. And Tez, you had some stuff published, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. I had a few things here and there, yeah. So I think it's safe to say that it was... Um, 2000 i've got I completely forgot about sketchy bloody af that's bad but i'd forgotten we did consolation, I, think, I think a lot of people have so we'll move on mm. so 2017 and 2018 we, we tried the other hands at comedy and i think it was a it was a it was a it was an interesting experiment that that we realized was bloody hard <laughs> and it didn't quite work the way we thought it was going to work no the problem when you're doing sketches is there's awful. There's almost always an awful lot of setup for not. When I say little reward, it's not quite that. But little screen time, you might really. Yeah, you might spend two, three hours setting up yeah. a sketch that will be a minute, two, one three minute minutes screen time of part of the program. Yeah. So you spend like yeah, exactly. You sp- like that's that. You hit the nail on the head. It's the amount of effort that went into getting so little um, material back. Although, I've got to say, you looked absolutely stunning in that dress, darling. Do you know what? That was one of the, <laughs> that was one of the most fun I've had in a long time because I, I had, up to that point, I'd only done 
a couple of page like little cameo bits of Hoogian just to get dip my feet back in. But like doing that all day with you, both of us being rehearsal pantomime ugly yes. sisters was <laughs> so much fun. I ended up doing a lot more in that than I initially intended to. Because <laughs> I initially intended to only be in the ugly sisters sketch. Yeah. That was it. And then all of a sudden it's like I I end up playing the I end up playing Santa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with with Ben and Lisa, and I also ended up playing the rather befuddled Reverend opposite Teddy, doing a wonderful Ross Camp. I think that's my favourite sketch of them all. I think it's the strongest one is the Ross Camp on Christmas. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, how I kept a straight face through some of it, I don't know. And then, of course, ended up playing opposite the. Absolutely wonderful Sarah Bennington, a sketch called Stranger Danger. I think the wisest decision we made was to, to turn our attentions back onto drama. We decided to, to, to do the YouTube channel Strange Tales and try and build that up. And mm. that, was, that was what's nice about that, from my point of view, uh, for those who don't know, is we, we, we run a, a YouTube channel that is short form drama uh, with a little twist and tale. It's called Strange Tales. Uh, each one is a short film uh, directed by different people, written by different people, and we're trying to support local talent and also trying to support the local acting talent that we know and help us keep doing little things. And what's great about it is the Strange Tales, we try to keep them around to the 10, 15 minute mark. We try to, and that makes means we can film them in two two days, shot, shot, done, and we're out. And what's nice is we've been doing them since, what, 2018? Um, yeah, yeah, and so we've managed to get seven done before the pandemic hit, and we're mm-hmm. going to try and do more now in the new year but what's nice about them is is the amount of film festivals that they have been selected for oh, yeah um so yeah um i think that's a nice roundup of everything we've done in 10 years boys <laughs> <laughs> well there's a couple of things that we that we probably should also mention matt has had success with not one but is it two or three of the, the horror how many awards is it now matt <laughs> Uh, I've been nominated twice and won once. And they are very, very good scripts. They're also uh, available they on Amazon good. if you want to look up, Matt. They are, <laughs> they are, yeah, plug that. They are available on Amazon. You can download them, the screenplays. That is true. That's the we also... Of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shows are shameless. We also took a foray into live theatre. Oh, my God, we did, didn't we? Yes, we did. My God, we've been yeah. busy these 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, in in association with our wonderful friends over at Dramatic Moose, we helped to produce a play called Abandoned, which was a absolutely brilliant piece of writing by Matthew Fisher. And amazingly, I ended up being cast in it. And I will say now, hands down, one of the best times I've ever had on stage. Matthew was very, very hands-on as a co-director producer and it was just a, a great experience all said something i'd like to repeat in the future if we can we'll, we'll see what comes we'll have a chat we'll have a, put it put on the agenda in january <laughs> <laughs> so yes 10 years 10 years has, has has come and gone and pretty much all i want to say about that is thank you to you two for sticking with it for being there and Here's to the next ten. Oh, that's lovely. That is. He's a sweetie. Really. He's a sweetie. Oh. Well, I look forward to not working with you pricks ever again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm teasing. I'm teasing. After after our chatting now uh, about our work and what we've accomplished for the last 10 years we'll leave you all go but we will promise that we will be back with actual chats about films and tv it's not just the film show and we'll be back soon but you can check out everything that we have done in the last 10 years at one handy little place and it is www.watchersproductions.com that's www.watchersproductions.com you can go there and you can check out everything we've done it's a fun little read but with that we shall say goodbye and speak to you all soon